It's time to Flashback with Michael Smith. Good morning to you, Michael. Good morning, Will and David. We are taking to the skies for Flashback this week to remember an airline that wasn't around for very long but had a significant impact on Australian aviation. Do you guys have any memories of Compass? Yeah, mm. yeah. How long did it last? What, five years? Not even, David. Only about two. In fact, it was, wow. there were two incarnations of it. This is back in 1990. Uh, Compass was the brainchild of a guy called Brian Gray, who had run East West Airlines. And he saw a real opportunity when Australia's aviation market was deregulated. To give you an idea of how cosy things were before deregulation, the federal government had a two-airline policy. So ANSET and Australian Airlines basically had 50% each of the domestic market. They had very similar aircraft. They flew to the same places almost at the same time for the same fares. If you wanted a half-decent fare, it was really quite complicated. You'd have to sort of book 21 days in advance, stay away a Saturday night, etc., etc. So when deregulation came along, it really opened the skies up and allowed people who might ordinarily catch the bus or train to fly for the first time. You could go Adelaide, Melbourne return for 100 bucks, 150 to Sydney, rather than paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars. They had a wide-bodied fleet of A300s. Compass was the first airline to have in-flight television. So Brian Gray really wanted to shake things up. You can imagine the incumbents weren't that keen, though. They made it as hard as possible for Compass. The airline had really limited slots, limited terminal access. You might remember for most of the time that Compass operated out of Adelaide, it was out of a tin shed. <laughs> so they were really up against it. I've caught up with a very good friend of 5AA, Peter Williams down at Phil Hoffman Travel, to ask him what he thought the legacy of the Compass disruption was. But first, here's a reminder of the airline's jingle. Airfares started to come down. The Australian public were used to, you know, a cheaper airfare, and so they actually stood up. And even though Compass weren't around anymore, there was a lot of pushback. It was really the start of a win for the consumer. And of course, that made it much easier for entrants like Virgin Blue. About about a decade later, people got used to fair affairs, and they weren't going to put up with the the cosy arrangements that the old airlines used to have. Yeah, no, well, they were good disruptors, and they did us all a favour yeah. by getting in there and. Sticking it to the monopolists. Good uh, good flashback there, Michael. Um, Catch flashback on Sunday night on 7 News. Absolutely. With Michael Smith. Now, uh, we're getting lots of reports in of um, traffic snarls across the eastern part of Adelaide. That is, of course, on account of the road closures. They're in effect as of 6 o'clock this morning. They'll run through to the, either the 28th of November, the Tuesday, or the 30th, um, the Thursday of that week. So basically a fortnight of closures on Wakefield Road, to Kettable Terrace, Bartels Road, Hutt Street, and Fullerton Road. A few texts on for the Fulton Road situation this morning. So if you haven't left home yet, just be wary that if you're in the eastern part of town that there are going to be some disruptions at the moment. Speaking of disruptions, we've had some people on the Dutton's text line defending the feds for uh, canning the country road uh, upgrades at the uh, expense of the, the South Road extension. One here saying, David, it's easy to be critical of the Torrens to Darlington project if you're not one of the thousands of drivers who use it daily. If you saw how motorcyclists use the bottleneck in their version of lane filtering, you might have a different view. I don't know. I, well, the fact that some motorcyclists don't obey the road rules, is that is that the basis on which you spend billions of dollars on fixing a road, is it? Hmm. Um, Jane with a Y says, 
Morning, I agree with you, Dave. So many Aussie issues to deal with here, and elbows off again. Him standing up in question time and shouting his head off at the opposition. Read this high court decision is childish. What about a mature solution and an apology? Uh, all these people come from somewhere. We should send them back. We've got enough crims of our own. Thank you for that, Jane. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, six to nine, five double A breakfast.